mama said that I'm not living right She said I'm crying on you She said I waited up for you all night I said I'm trying mama Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Advanced R&D, or Advanced Rosters in Development. I'm your host, Kenny G21, and uh, with me, I've got my co-host, Merzane. How are you doing, Merzane? Good. I'm ready to enter the jank tank once more. Yes, the jank tank. We love it so much. Uh, Tonight with us, we have Nate. Nate, how are you? I am doing good, man. I have no idea what I'm about to get myself into, but uh, (laughs) jank is always fun. Yes, as a as our second guest on this show, you are uh, in for a treat. Um, if you don't mind, uh, while we're talking about you a little bit, uh, just tell us a little bit um, about yourself and what you do with MCP. Absolutely, man. Uh, so I am Nate of the Gamers Guild, as some people have come to uh, kind of know me, I guess, in this community. I've been making uh, a lot of videos at this point for... Uh, the Marvel Crisis Protocol game, everything from character reviews, battle reports, uh, a little bit of uh, this, that, and everything. So just uh, excited to uh, see the game's continued growth over this past year and uh, look forward to hopefully being able to continue to see it grow and help it grow however I can. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed watching your videos a lot when I was starting out and, and still do. They're, they're very good. Um, but just... I know you know a, a little bit about what you're getting into as far as a, a jank roster, but uh, the idea of this is you have someone come into your local game shop and they want to build a specific roster with two affiliations and there's like a certain character they just really hate for whatever reason. So you are not going to be able to use that character. Um, let's just go ahead and spin our RNG wheel. And uh, it looks like we've got... Um, Wakanda and the Spider Foes, which is okay. going to be very, uh, very janky. Merzane, why don't you tell us about what character uh, our friend hates to play? Um, our character hates things that are our, our player hates things that are fun. So, unfortunately, we can't bring Shuri in any of this roster. Not a single Shuri. Sorry. Right. So, <laughs> real big challenge for uh, Wakanda. Obviously, um, I think what it's going to make us do is build something really aggressive rather than something that's going for a control variant. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're losing, sure, you're you're cutting out half the control element of Wakanda right there. So yeah, this so would be this is... super handy in a couple of weeks when we have Storm. Uh, when we have <laughs> Storm, a, when the Spider Foes are actually Wakanda. a filled out roster. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, we have quite the challenge ahead of us. Um, Merzin, I know you talked a little bit about how we probably want to go super aggressive. Nate, do you have any ideas on what you'd potentially want this roster to look like? Well, I mean, at this point, there's only four affiliated characters for the spider foes. And there's only now three characters that you have access to within Wakanda. Uh, so I, I think uh, right off the bat, uh, Killmonger is going to be an absolute must. If I mean, I guess you have to bring every single one of the Wakandans just to even have the availability to play them uh, without Shuri. So that makes three of the spots. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, uh, you definitely have to run Gobby. Uh, probably have to run Doc Ock. Uh, he can he plays well in Wakanda. 
granted, we're not fully going that control route, but a throw in a throwless affiliation is not bad, uh, so that the option is at least there for it. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and pick out at least Venom, because I have to have that uh, third team member to round out the affiliation. Okay, so right now that puts us at six right off the bat. Um, these are yeah, not uh, not a terribly large amount of flex there. No, there's there's not. Um, so we got Black Panther, Killmonger, and Okoye for our Wakandan friends, and then um, we have Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and Venom so far for um, these Spider foes. Um, I guess with this, um, one thing I'm thinking about as well to make it a little easier for us to play either of the affiliations is uh bringing in one of our rogue agents so uh, 100% i 100 agree definitely going to be taskmaster uh, <laughs> if, we're, if we're looking at something aggressive i think uh, i think buggy still has his places maybe if this was like an avengers list uh bucky has some play with captain america especially if you're looking for some of that like fun jank and even just as a uh, a character that can put out bleed uh, mid activation on the right layout is going to do well. Uh, but for something that's looking to get in your face and get aggressive, uh, I think taskmaster is definitely the way to go. So, yeah. I have a question real quick. So I think for me anyway, uh, green goblin and venom are both probably uh, nailed in here. Like, I don't think, I don't think you can play spider foes with Adam, but um, what's your thoughts on maybe dropping doc Ock for someone else and having taskmaster just be that third spider foe. I was like, is that allowed? I don't know what rules you that's, guys have. That's set up entirely for allowed, man. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, <laughs> huh. Listen, we're kind of making some of this up as we go along. <laughs> <laughs> this is only episode know. two. <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're in this together now. That's, We'll come back to it. I we'll think, uh, to it. I think, I think Doc Ock is still a very viable three-threat character that has a lot of versatility to him. Uh, and he's also the only – he's got a medium move on that 50-millimeter base, so he's got a, a decent bit of mobility uh, going into combat with him. So we'll, we'll leave him as an option. Uh, Taskmaster can definitely fill that role similarly. However, if we do take out Doc Ock, we also – lose the chance of well-laid plans which is a very powerful card yeah that's very true and granted i have no idea what my opponent's bringing but if i end up going up against a going wide or even just an objective that's wide uh that card is just so powerful yeah i actually agree with that uh so one other thing real quick i feel like this is a a rule that we we made it we we talked about it last time i'll make sure that we're all aware of it so the order that we're going to build is team members then crisis then tactics so what's going to end up happening is we're, what we're talking about right now, like getting well-laid plans in there. Uh, there's a potential that we'll have these conversations about some of these tactic cards and then get there to add the tactic cards and then be like, oh, wait, no, we've ruined this. So pay attention to that kind of stuff. Because so <laughs> if we, we want well-laid plans, we can't add it in yet. One, one thing I want to consider as well, um, maybe instead of Doc Ock is Kingpin. I know that would leave us with two slow medium mover or no two medium based slow movers but uh i don't know i like i like kingpin a lot he's very very durable um and he can help you hold some of those back objectives as well uh i am i'm very sus on the short move 50 
millimeter based characters right now. Uh, just had an excellent game. I'm not sure when this podcast is going live, but you can uh, you can watch uh, my most recent battle report that is going up on the 23rd. And I had Modok and Kingpin, and it, it just the the slow movement led the entire team to not be as reactive as it needed to be able to be to uh, help uh, do uh, to to really just help make my team function as it needed to for the uh, the mission that we had set up. Well, I know I just said um, absolute yes to Venom, but what if we absolute node Venom and brought in Kingdom instead? What do you think Venom brings over him? Like, I know he's got the pull, but they've both got the throw. Uh, isn't I think Kingpin's is cheaper, right? Kingpin's throw is cheaper, but Venom has better range. And since he's already a short mover, uh, it, it basically means he gets one more, at least one more attack if not multiple more attacks, because he also has that web snare to yank somebody into range when they were previously out of range, where Kingpin has to trudge up the board to be able to really do anything. Now, granted, he can get locked in, do really well. They're both very durable characters. Uh, I think in Spider-Foes, though, maybe Kingpin is a little bit more... uh, Viable. I think it's going to come down to the crisis pooled, uh, and with as limited as uh, the roster construction is already, I think Venom is just a more versatile piece. Well, here's another question to go along that because you're talking about versatility. So one, the one thing that um, he's weak to is obviously energy and range. Kingpin's a little bit better in energy and in physical conditioning. Uh, and I wonder how much better that would be if you decided to splash him in your Wakanda build where you can start re-rolling that, that three energy defense or uh, get those throws a little bit more frequently in that kind of build. What do you mean get the throws more frequently? Oh, well, being being a little bit cheaper, he doesn't have to get as many, um, he doesn't have to get as much power. So Venom has the, uh, am I going it, to so many snacks now and web snare and we are Venom and everything. I think Kingpin's pretty happy just Yeeting people once a turn for two power. Yeah, I think uh, I think the I think the compromise there is we just run vision. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> like it, like if if I'm looking for a solid four threat character, uh, it's not going to be so much splashing in Kingpin or Venom for that affiliation because Wakanda is already a pretty uh, power heavy affiliation leadership ability, uh, and Kingpin. Once he gets situated, he can he can get there and be fine, but he he does take a little bit of power to get off the ground, and because he's got those short moves, it takes a little while for him to get in there and really start going off. Uh, so if you guys want, let's go ahead and, uh, if you don't mind throwing the vision in at slot number eight, I guess, because uh, he, he works both well in the, the crime syndicate as well as because both of these affiliations, uh, the leadership cost power. So having power efficient characters, especially when Shuri has already uh, disappeared from roster selection possibilities, uh, is going to be important to this. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I think one thing that we're kind of I th- the only issue I can see right now is we have five four threat characters, and that's potentially a little awkward, but. Nothing's solidified until we move on. So yep. Now let me let me ask. Uh, so because you kind of mentioned it, 
Do uh, does a random tactic card or two also get removed from the the possible options? Yeah. So we're already talking about ways to uh, when you and your opponent meet up, we're gonna we're gonna sprinkle in a little bit of chaos there too. Um, so just just be expecting that as well. But as far as like building the rosters, the only restriction we have is using these two affiliations, um, and then crises and tactics are all all fair game at that point okay yeah i i do think having five four threat characters at this point is a little bit concerning um i'm looking at uh potential team compositions for getting a core base of characters for each of these affiliations so right now to get wakanda we have a minimum of 10 10 threat between uh black panther killmonger and okoye and to get spider foes, it's also 10 because we do have Taskmaster in here. So we'd be able to play Goblin, Doc Ock, and, and Taskmaster for 10. Or if we want to do 11, we could throw in Venom instead of Taskmaster or Ock. Yeah. So, so and there's, uh, I think that's that's still pretty a versatile point. We don't have any five threat characters that are uh, trying to eat up a lot of space. So staying within affiliation and pretty decently in affiliation at uh, at 10th threat, I feel like is a, a pretty reasonable spot to be at. So here's something that I thought about, because um, I think what we're going to do next is talk about, like we already talked about some power synergy with uh, Vision. Um, one of the things I like in Spider-Foes, um, we've already kind of started it with Killmonger, is the Pierce. Uh having access to pierce and then potentially forcing them to re-roll can mean that like a good defense roll all of a sudden becomes a bad defense roll and you can i feel like you can push a lot more damage through than you normally could i mean so, if you want me to just be a disgusting human being sure i'll throw per, uh corvus and proxima into wakanda <laughs> oh no i was thinking for spider folks. that's what you just said man that that's no. just what, that's exactly what you just uh, put in my mind <laughs> I mean, we they fit in both. We can't do reality, though. Why not? We can take out Vision. No, we could take out Venom. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I mean, was thinking... <laughs> I don't know who I was thinking, but it definitely wasn't Corvus. Well, <laughs> I was, I was Corvus not thinking Corvus either. both have Pierce, right? They do. Or just normal strike. So my, my only thought with that is with Green Goblin, his leadership is only once per turn. So you wouldn't be able to use both of them and get multiple um, Oscorp weaponries off each turn, or yeah, like that, I, and during that turn. Yeah, I don't know if you uh, care about that as much, but I'll go ahead and just fully admit though, I, I have completely hopped over the the spider foe train. Like, sure, Pearson, that's cute, uh, but Corvus reality in Wakanda, being able to reroll if you get those two skulls, being able to reroll a skull with the yeah, Wakandan leadership ability. Be able to, yeah, if you get two skulls, reroll one into the to another hit, and it's. Netting and suddenly you get yeah netting two hits yeah that's pretty bonkers uh so are we going to um are we now going to turn spider foes into like a bait and switch is that what we're kind of thinking about yeah because we could even uh we can even throw in the uh, the well-laid plans as this like super sinister thing uh keep my opponent on the toes make them maybe even go into a smaller uh crisis selection not wanting to go wide on extracts and then and that's kind of where again corvus shines with that reality gem being able to uh go and roll a skull or a crit on the Cree power core 
or uh, scroll infiltrator. So let me let me uh, get this all updated real quick, and we'll kind of go over and we'll discuss a little bit more just to make sure that we've got it all all like we're thinking. So right now, the ten that we're looking at, which this isn't solidified yet, and remember when we when we move on, we can't go back. Mm-hmm. So Black Panther, Killmonger, Okoye, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and Taskmaster, and then Corvus Proxima Reality and Vision. Yeah, uh, I'm liking how this is shaping up for a... Uh... Now, are we going to play the game before this is released? No. No. Um, so so my you'll opponent know has who the information. You'll What's have it? his information, too. Yeah. This is yeah. releasing tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll tell you at the end of this who you're playing. And what they're playing. Okay. Not the whole list, but uh, we can just give you a copy of the, the roster itself. I'm trying to think of other other characters with Pierce. I know Gamora has Pierce on her paid attack, which won't feel great here. Um, no. I don't think she yeah, she, she doesn't have the power her. to to really lay into that and use the leadership ability anyway, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, anyone else who benefits from rerolls a lot? Nikoye also has Pierce. Funny enough. Mm-hmm. On her uh, <laughs> spear thrust, right? Right. Oh, you know who else has Pierce and is not superpower hungry? Punisher. Ooh, on his aim shot? Yeah, aim shot has Pierce and it also slows oh. and stuns. And it gives you a, like, I think one of the things I'm noticing about this list is you don't have a lot of reach. Like, you've got some four, some uh, range fours, like Vision, Corvus has the range four Atom Splitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Green Goblin's got the range four, but both of those are only four dice. Uh, Punisher gives you access to that five die. Or that five range shot. All right, throw, throwing out super crazy hypotheticals here. Oh, that's all uh, we're looking for. <laughs> perfect. Yes. How, how limited am I in uh, roster construction as far as uh, released characters versus the unreleased versions? So we are only doing released characters. We're not going to do any of the, the X Men or anything like that because your uh, your opponent will not have had access to those either. Well, I mean, that's that's just his fault for going first, right? <laughs> it's I'm the sure he, might, he might he might disagree with you there. He, he didn't he didn't ask the question, did he? He didn't even know. He, you're you're not wrong. He didn't. But to be fair, he also didn't know he was going to play it because <laughs> we didn't think of that until afterwards. Yeah, it was like I'm just midway saying, through. A like, little bit of Magneto in Wakanda sounds like a fantastic time for everybody to watch. I think you mean a lot of Magneto in Wakanda. Oh my god! Oh yeah, when when uh, when X Men comes back, you can have the part you can have the part due with Wakanda and Magneto. <laughs> oh my goodness! If you random into it, yes, things have to line up. But I guess the nice thing here too about you having Reality Corvus and Proxima is uh you can't be a complete degenerate and play drop off anymore. So fair. yeah, and, and that was that was never really my style anyway. Uh, yeah. But another thing, uh, even at 17 threat, uh, you just do Black Panther, Okoye, Taskmaster, Corvus, Proxima, Reality. Ooh, that's that's <laughs> sick, nasty. So are we uh, ditching Killmonger then? Is that? No, I, th- I think Killmonger needs to stay in there. Usurper is still a very viable card, and if we're going aggressive Wakanda, like usurp Wakanda forever is still a bloody turn. Uh, and if my, I, again, don't know what my opponent has on the table, but if he just ends up going wide and I don't need that much aggression, then you can turn that into the, the Corvus Glaive Proxima lineup. So it, let's let's start talking some point costs again, 
because we're still yeah. we're still sitting at a lot of high point cost characters. What do you look at for your fifteen pointer? Oh, let's go fifteen. Uh, Panther, Killmonger, Okoye, Corvus with reality. <laughs> <laughs> Is he just stapled into every single build? I mean, he doesn't have to be, but uh, you look at well, I'm gonna build a, a ten threat list. Uh, if we're going at low, the extra aggression from Wakanda Forever is a, a super big because that's three characters when you're probably having a max of five. If you go super wide, six characters, three additional attacks for three power is stupid. Uh, and and then so you just kind of have this awkward five left over, Corvus with the reality, with, uh, with everything else that we have lined up here. So hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm doing math again in my head. This is it's really tough. I'm sorry. So if you do <laughs> Panther, Taskmaster, Okoye, that's nine. That leaves mm-hmm. you with six. Uh, what if? Because uh, is there ever a time we're really going to take Vision as good as Vision is? Uh, Gamma is kind of that, that first standout. So what if? Um, what if we swapped Vision out for another two pointer? Give us Black Panther, Okoye, Taskmaster for nine. Then you could take... No, you can't. I'm stupid and I can't do math. <laughs> I was trying to figure out a way to get Green Goblin and Doc Ock at 15. I mean, you could do that if you played Spider-Foes. Yeah, why did I forget that that's an affiliation we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have them at 10, and then you could throw in Reality Corvus with spider uh, we're, we're really just slotting in Reality Corvus. We stopped, uh, we stopped it's playing. A, it's an awkward number at 15. Uh, so the only objectives that we have at 15 are the Wakandan Herbs and Gamma, right? Right. So shooting up Black Panther, Killmonger, and Corvus up the middle on Gamma is really nasty. Uh, if my opponent has some really strong control effects, uh, like... It's probably not a game that I'm going to do super well in regardless on a Gamma. Uh, and then Wakandan Herbs, Black Panther is one of the best herb runners in the game anyway. Now, granted, I can't do the disgusting uh, Black Order turn one herb score, but uh, Black Just Panther can... Yeah, because drop off. Uh, but Black Panther can still, uh, if he's able to, to get a little bit lucky with power... Uh, I've had him single-handedly with no tactic card use score it by himself on turn two. Okay, that's pretty crazy. I never, I don't. Jeez. I guess I don't play enough Wakandan herbs. Now, to great, be able that to was an Avengers, movies. and Avengers make it a lot easier with his pounce, uh, oh, yeah. making it cheaper and being able to advance. Because like just a turn one, uh, you in turn one uh, at, with double moving him, grabbing the herb, advanced R and D him a power, have him pounce in the opposite direction, and then. First action, attack, push somebody away, because assuming their opponent wants to deal them a little bit of damage, he's got an extra dice rolling on that attack, gets a little bit more power, move, pounce. Maybe I did have like Avengers Assemble or something, but uh, he, he's an extremely mobile individual. So I know we're pretty set on Corvus Reality and Proxima and Vision, but... I don't know. Part of me wants to throw in Strange. Of course. I, <laughs> uh, but what situation? So that was 15. We we have yeah. a pretty good baseline for both of those 15 missions uh, where things can, can get slotted in and out. Uh, Vision at 15, uh, along with, let's do Black Panther, Killmonger, 
vision taskmaster yeah like that that's still a solid 15 that's playing aggressive up the middle uh can still easily justify wakanda forever there uh you lose out a little bit with uh okoye not being in the mix but that that's still a very solid front line you have uh you could even do doc well no you can't do doc Ock instead of taskmaster uh, but that's uh, Black Panther with a push. That's Vision with a throw, so you still have some control elements to the list. Uh, so that's 15. Uh, we look yeah. at 16 threat. What uh, what do we have? Uh, we've got the uh, Cosmic Portals, the Black Order one. Black Order one. So spread wide. And Fisk. Oh, oh yeah. Fisk the, uh, the new one. Yeah. yeah. The weird civilian one. Yeah, I tried to forget that one. It. I tried to. I played it once, and I'd rather not remember that it exists. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the it's so weird because it it rewards your opponent for not securing them by being able to lay out the stun and damage. Yeah, and then it moves. <laughs> like the blues moving is so weird to me. It, it, blows it, my it mind. is, but it, it's so it's so it makes it interesting because like the uh, the the hell portal one that Ghost Rider came with is it's uh, in some ways incentivizing you to not play the objective. And uh, it was actually playing the Wilson Fisk one. It was the first time that I ever uh, won by KOing all of my opponent's list. Oh, that's pretty crazy. That's so rare. It, it is. He was playing Web Warriors. I played Hired Muscle to uh, move them closer together and was just able to murder them all. Because I, uh, I kept stunning and da- uh, stunning and damaging his own characters. that's hilarious just mean um but i guess the thought the thought i had was strange was him getting a wakanda reroll um whether on defense or offense can help him instead of having to reroll all of his dice or you reroll all of them and like you got one away from what you needed but i was also thinking like weirdly in spider foes like, let's say you just need that one more damage to go through on his bolts of bedevilment to, like, push someone off or push someone away or towards or whatever you're trying to do with your push. And, like, doing that reroll with the uh, Oscorp weaponry could help you ensure that you get that push. Okay, follow-up question. Are we bringing the Soul Gem? Uh, I would assume not because we're having to, to <laughs> yeah. dedicate at least – six characters to being able to fill out these two other affiliations. Yeah. I don't, I don't so think so. It would, it would, it would I, really be taking away Corvus and Proxima. Yes. And, and doing doctor. And, and really he almost needs the, uh, the soldier soul in an affiliation that is spending power for its leadership ability. Uh, I feel like he's going to, need a little bit of extra help on power generation. He can usually do decent on his own, but uh, if he is one of those characters that starts getting pushed around or anything like that, he, he gets a little bit out of luck. Yeah. I was I'm going to give my, my pros and cons on, uh, on him. So pros, uh, he's like a little mini Magneto, like Magneto light before we can actually have Magneto. So you kind of get that. Uh, the cons is that uh, you're right. He's power starved and you probably have to remove, uh, really good synergy to put in the really jank synergy. Uh, and the other thing that's just kind of downside would be the same downside for Magneto is uh, expensive threat wise. Yeah, very yeah. true. Uh, just we, we we're talking about already having quite a few four threaders 
Corvus kind of gets to play the roles of five threat. Uh, it's uh, it, it's just tough when uh, there's not really super optimization between the Wakandans and the the spider foes. Uh, granted, if like man, if we lost Killmonger instead of Shuri, this this is just screaming to be uh, to be the Wakanda wave of uh, bring in Valkyrie, bring in Doc Ock, and do disgusting things. That's a that's exactly why we didn't bring Shuri. We wanted aggression. <laughs> we wanted you to fight. Yeah, I, I figured if uh, I figured if you were, uh, it, I was like, that's probably not randomized. This is <laughs> uh, the, okay. That is not randomized. The affiliations are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, so um, it was a very good pick. It's making me. Uh, it's forcing some some interesting decisions. So I have a really serious suggestion. Right. I want you to I want you to follow with me to the end. Okay. Oh boy. What about um, a really big bowl of crossbones? Okay. Now, so now I don't have any. Com- I don't have any compelling arguments. <laughs> and yet, this is this is this is your this serious is a, suggestion. This is a very good suggestion. He has a compelling argument, maybe. Um, he hits. He's he hits hard, and he doesn't die. The end. Cool. If I was looking for that, I'm in spider foes, and I'd rather take Kingpin. <sighs> You're not wrong. He's just bigger, fatter crossbones, really. He's crossbones' <laughs> older brother who's been around longer and does the job better. He's a threat more expensive, but he's a threat more worth it. <laughs> he, he, it's who Crossbones calls when the bullies down the street are uh, are really getting him good, stole his lunch money. He's like, Kingpin, can you come get this back for me? And like, really, how <laughs> how bad does it have to be when Crossbones has to, to call in like a bully report? Because Crossbones does put in some serious work, but it's a, it's a very selective work in some ways. So So here's another suggestion I have. Since we're playing a pretty aggressive Nebula, ooh, cool. Who do you drop? Vision. Vision. I think I would think Vision. I don't think we need Vision there, like, cause that. I mean, when we're trying to slot in Vision, we'd rather, I think, just slot in Corvus instead. Cool. Um, so counter argument. Uh, I am a guy who usually likes to play with priority is going wide and having Nebula as an extra activation worth not letting Killmonger or Corvus activate first? That's a good question. I think the one thing that you can't... I think one of the things that's good about the Corvus Proxima is as long as you keep them, your six wide behaves like a five wide. So if you can snag priority and you can keep the piece... If you can lose a character for every character you take until a key turn... You kind of well, cheat but, priority, but then you're not having a uh, you're not you're not even going five wide at that point because you also have to say an affiliation. Uh, so you oh, do true. you do nine threat with Black Pan Black Panther Okoye uh, Nebula or uh, Black Panther Okoye Taskmaster Nebula. That's at eleven, uh, but so you would need to go up to eighteen, nineteen for reality. And that's, that's without true. Killmonger. And that's not affiliated. So yeah, probably not the best. Gosh dang it. I just you love tried. her so much. I, tried. I love Nebula. I was supposed to say, she, she's a very good thought. Uh, and just uh, uh, some of the uh, the restraints of how we're able to, to build and what we're looking for. If we were able to go wider uh, and bring in some more three-threat characters, like drop Vision for Valkyrie, uh, and then if we, yeah, we just, it, it's, is, 
is taking Nebula worth not having the Corvus Proxima reality? And I, I can't don't think say the answer no. is yes. Yeah, yeah, I can't say no to that. <laughs> you have one of the most degenerate combos in the game. How can we possibly say no? It, I mean, it's really strong, but I think there's also a lot of reason that it doesn't see tons and tons of play. It's a really cool one-trick pony, and if it works, it works really well, but man, if it doesn't work, it starts falling apart pretty quick. Very true. So are you comfortable with this 10? So Panther, Killmonger, Okoye, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Taskmaster, Vision, Corvus Glaive, Reality Gem, and Proxima Midnight. Well, let me ask you guys this question, because I think genuine feedback is good. Can you squeeze it? Well, I guess two questions. Can I sneak in Kingpin and just suddenly have a criminal syndicate just because <laughs> Killmonger's was, an affiliation, was, Green Goblin's an affiliation, Taskmaster's an affiliation, and Kingpin would all be in affiliation of the correct affiliations and then just also happen to have a, a crime syndicate over here on the side? Uh, that dude from the shop said that uh, – he doesn't want to play Criminal Syndicate. He just wants to kill the spiders. So it doesn't work, unfortunately. He, he, he really likes Black Panther and the Wakandans. And he really, like, his favorite character ever is the Green Goblin. But he just he just can't do Kingpin as well. He just doesn't like Kingpin and Shuri. We're not here to question <laughs> his life choices. We're just here to give him proper advice. Okay. Well, I guess I guess I definitely can't sub in Kingpin over Venom then in the first place. I don't know why you guys were suggesting it. Gosh. Oh no, he's turned it against us. No. Well we don't have Venom in here anymore anyway. Oh I know. I'm just I'm just pointing out your the 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 fallacies in your logic. There's not a lot of logic here. It's not that hard. (laughs) The logic is jank. This is Swiss Uh, cheese. So so the the real question is uh, if we are minimizing the spider foes to two and taskmaster, is it worth possibly dropping Killmonger? To just have the nine in Wakanda and having another three or four threat character available available to sub in. Well, I think I think that gets into the problem of what do you do when you get to a, like a higher point cost, maybe? Because if you do, you'll yeah. have nine for each, and mm-hmm. I don't think there's currently any way for you to get affiliation if you uh, if you, you go like nineteen. Your best bet right now is doing Wakanda at those higher points. Yeah, just because uh, you can still take. Uh, yeah, I guess you would have to do – if I was actually to go all the way to six, it would be Black Panther, Killmonger, Okoye, Taskmaster, then something else. That way I could still have four affiliated and go six wide. I, I guess that's where like maybe Vision could be replaced for someone smaller so that you can get that – uh you can kind of reach those higher point values. Let's see, like Black Panther, Killmonger, Okoye is 10, Taskmaster is 13. So uh, in order to get to, say – 18 we need a we five points which could be corvus and the gem well but then you can also just uh you can just take away taskmaster at that point and then you could do corvus and proxima i guess 19 yeah 19 would be where it's really starting to get weird right yeah i was trying to think through 19 and it's a vision and corvus (laughs) (laughs) um 19 it could be panther killmonger Taskmaster is 11. Um, Math is hard. Yeah, Reality Corvus is 16. And Proxima is 19. That's 5. And then 20. Um, Substitute um, 
Proxima for Vision, I Vision. guess. Okay. Or Green Goblin. Or Green Goblin, if you want to blow up buildings. Yeah, I mean, if, if there's any objective to just go balls to the wall, it would be the 20-point objective because it's so slow. And Goblin would be good at doing yeah, that. Yeah, super slow. You want to bring in Corvus into that situation either way just because he's got the reality to... Uh... To work with it. Yeah, leading into that uh, extra crit chance. Yep. Okay, so it sounds like we're pretty much done with our characters. So we're going to lock that in, and we're going to go on to crisis cards, starting with blues. So you mentioned, what you mentioned I'm about to call it Wakanda Wave. You mentioned Gamma Wave. Uh, is that one that you would, you'd want to play with this, with this uh, roster? Man, there, are, there are just so many right now. Let me actually look over all the... Uh... There are a lot. All right, so Wakanda Wave slash the Gamma Wave lineup is interesting, uh, but I'm actually looking over. There's currently, I think, eight different blue crisis or secure crisis cards. Uh, and kind of looking at what we have already, uh, I think uh, Infinity Formula isn't a bad choice because you could easily pair Corvus Proxima up one side of the board and then have the rest of the team on the other side. So the uh, the B objective lineup isn't terrible. Uh, let me let me ask you this question as well before we get a little bit further into these crises. What threat levels do you think this lineup is best at so we can try to focus around those? Man, I think controversial opinion. I think that while it's good to make sure you can hit every single number in uh, in affiliation at this point, I, there, there's just so many, I don't know if there is an optimal list that you can really shoot for. I guess if you, if you get priority and you get the crisis you want, you can shoot for that exact total. I don't know. That's not something I, uh, I typically give too much thought to these days. Back, back when there was like, Hey, it's 17, 20 or 15, you can make sure to have a really nice and tuned list for each of those specific objectives even. Uh, and at this okay. point, it's just, uh, it's so varied. Yeah, that's very true. Okay. So, I mean, you're just like, as long as I have reality Corvus and Proxima, we're good. Well, I think, I think as long as you're affiliated, uh, okay. cause at 15, it, it's not going to be the, uh, the Corvus glaive and Proxima. It's going to be Panther, Killmonger, uh, Taskmaster Vision probably is what I'm looking at. Okay. Does the math, does the math check out? The math checks out. Okay, making sure. Yeah, um, I mean, I made I made a bad math error on the last podcast, so uh, I'm making sure I double check myself this time. <laughs> no math hard, and it's okay. It it is caveman <laughs> Josh. It is okay. Math um, hard, magnet man good. Ma- magnet man so good. Um, so Infinity Formula. Uh, I think Infinity we- Formula lines up well with what I am wanting to do. And to a degree, uh, the Mayor Fisk vows to find missing witnesses also lines up uh, also lines up nicely for Ooh. having two separate fights. I because like that's, that. that's really what Infinity Formula goes missing is all about, is uh, splitting the board into two halves. So on that note, you have the, you have the two splits. Do you also like the objectives? Or would you rather have have this uh a little mix up and go with something like uh demons downtown or gamma wave so that you can have a, that, a close that's quarter the goal. question uh and i've with this 
you've got uh, Panther, you've got Okoye, and Proxima are all long movers. So uh, the Spider Portals, I think, is viable. Uh, just because Okoye can either stand on a back point or her job can just be moving from point to point. Uh, if her attacks aren't going to be as important, she can just stand there, bodyguard, double move, try to flip a button. You know what? Oh, I guess it's too late now. <laughs> to change a character? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I was just thinking it would be good to uh, to have an Asgardian or just somebody that starts. I guess Corvus will start with two power. But that way, in, in case uh, the spider portals comes up or if the uh, deadly meteors come up, you have uh, back-to-back uh, objective play, whereas oh. uh, most other teams don't really have that. So That makes sense. Yeah, so Valkyrie, but like again, with, with the limitations of what we've got, I'm not really sure where you plug her, you'd take out Vision? Which Probably. Is, which isn't a great thing in the first place, because Vision is a fantastic power bank on his own and everything else. Anyway, so, uh, too late to reminisce. So if we're going for the separate fights, uh, do I think I have a solid enough 15 threat list that I could take on Modoc is the question. If I, if I go on Gamma, can I go up against a tough model and just beat it? Well, I think if there's anyone that's going to destroy Modoc, it's going to be Corvus. Yeah, Corvus is Corvus a, 15. Corvus is a, a pretty viable uh, contender for that spot. The question, can you, I guess we can just go all Wakanda and then just Corvus reality, right? Panther, Killmonger, Okoye, uh, Corvus with reality. Yeah. And that gets you two people, that gives you two threats onto him. Yeah, Killmonger uh, can also put a decent bit of work into MODOK. Do you think that the uh, cosmic invasion, the Black Order sweeps across the Earth is a good option here? Um because if you're contesting it, you you roll the dice, and then if you do get pushed away, you do gain two power as well. And I think a lot of your characters would like um, like to have that extra two power for some of their shenanigans. Uh, let's talk about it. Uh, so again, looking at Wakanda over the the spider foes at this point, specifically on this mission because uh, additional movement effects are, are needed to, to make sure your team has an upper hand on that objective. So Black Panther has a pounce. Killmonger has his charge and also a place effect on his uh, second attack. Uh, and then Corvus would have uh, additional movement on his death blow, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Proxima has a spear throw that can uh, get her back onto the point. So I, I think uh, I think that's a, a viable one. So then we look at, do we have a viable 16th threat uh, that you can bring there? Uh, you could upgrade a Koye to Taskmaster. So you can make the upgrade. It uh, makes Wakanda Forever a little bit worse. Uh, actually, I know I, I want to. I would almost rather keep a Koye because this is a a D mission. You want somebody to be able to hold down a back point. Oh, true, true. 
So the Wakanda 10, that leaves you with two threes. So you could do Doc Ock and Doc Ock and Taskmaster. Yeah, Doc Ock and Taskmaster or the Taskmaster. You have three threes. Proxima is still a very viable three. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, a lot of people uh, – and like can, can I just go off the rails real quick and just throw back to I think – like April or May when everybody was claiming Proxima was power creep and like Zemo's trash now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You, you were my hero. And now we don't see a single person. It's like, yeah, I'm running Proxima on her own. It, yeah. It doesn't, Zemo and Valkyrie are just so good guys. Like, I don't know. I, I, everybody, you can always find like, oh man, that's going to be really good. And like, some things are still going to be really good. And some things are still going to be Iron Man, but Iron Man. Iron Man, no. <laughs> Iron Man. I, I also remember everyone being like, oh, she does so many status effects. They're going to do – she's going to be so good with Widow 2. It's going to be so broken. And I mean, who's ever made that combo really? I have seen Widow get that off after Hawkeye got a couple of rounds into somebody, and it still didn't kill him. Like, yeah. Kill, like, uh, <laughs> it, it was Hawkeye. He got two status effects onto uh, my Killmonger – and then she came over, did her big thing, and it still wasn't enough to uh, to bring him down. Like he should have died, but he didn't. So it's just one of those like there's some cool synergies, uh, but really like more times than not because that's a what seven dice energy attack she gets to throw out. Uh, six. Yeah, I think so. or six six or seven. It's six or seven, but like either way that and it's an energy attack. That's an attack that like you want to kill somebody with. And your consolation is if you don't kill them, is you get to apply a lot of status effects. That's that's one of my uh, my nitpicks when you see this like, oh man, Kingpin has this awesome seven dice, uh, uh, three power costing attack that's going to uh, to stagger and throw somebody. It's like, man, the the stagger is just there so that you don't feel bad if you don't just finish the, <laughs> the throw in seven dice physical. Like. You're wrong. <laughs> I literally just did this yesterday. And I was like, oh, well, throwing a stagger involved. Yeah, and so like the, the those kind of attacks are they're they're nice little bonuses, but like if you're doing a, a six dice attack and it's like oh, and then it stuns them, it's like oh, well, and now yeah, uh, spoiler season. I mean, also, Mystique beginning to stun somebody before damage is dealt. Oh, but, yeah, uh, muy caliente. <laughs> so yeah, people also thought martial prowess was going to be extremely broken, and that's uh. Also not the case. Still good. It's still good. Don't get me Maybe wrong. Maybe broken with Doctor like, Strange. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. I haven't tried that yet. I need to Maybe try something that. to test. Yeah, like figuring things out now. Uh, yeah, that's going to be when someone finally does Black Order and Defenders, it's exactly what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I think that th- there is a, a viable way to do 16 there uh, with mobile characters. Uh, well, I think the question we already have a sixteen. Mayor Fisk is sixteen. Are we going to go for two sixteens, or are we going to try to? Yeah, so I guess do do we have a sixteen that's viable in both of those situations? Because with the the Mayor Fisk one, you're going to be splitting into two groups. So can you dedicate eight threat evenly? Uh, and I don't think you really can. You can't. I do, think you rely on your opponent giving you uh, a red that can do a seventeen or higher, so you can get the Corvus Proxima. Yeah, and, and at that point, uh, maybe they're doing mystical con herbs, and man, what a mess that would be. Uh, but yeah, every, every, there's not a 16 red option. So at, at that point, it's also the like maybe the opponent gets priority. There's there's a lot of uh, 
ifs and buts, which is why it's just so hard to, to try to plan for exact uh, threat totals now because it's just like, cool, you have Mayor Fisk, but then you're at 19 threats. Like, that completely throws off any 16 threat game plan or everything else. It's such so a fun game. We, um... They did such a good job. Like, <laughs> ah. So I like the D, so why don't we stick with uh, Riot Spark? So you get 217 points to be able to do your uh, Corvus Proxima. It, al- it also has the uh, benefit of being able to split the board. Um, yep, can still leave can a Koye st- in the back. Leave a Koye in the back. Corvus Proxima on one side, Taskmaster and Panther, Panther on the other side. Yep. Weaker um, Wakanda Forever plays, but I think that's probably fine. I think Corvus and Proxima are pr- almost enough to carry it by themselves. Yeah, they, they can definitely carry their side of the table. Taskmaster is actually pretty durable, kind of surprisingly. Uh, and if your opponent is having to lay into Black Panther, and unless, oh man, if they've got Mystic Attacks, I'm screwed either way. But uh, or, or Deadly Meteors. Uh, do... I, I think you do get the extra um, crit for, on your uh... yeah. Cor- Corvus benefits from it. I don't know if anybody else in this team uh, really jives with it. We don't have any four energy defenses and affiliations at all. Maybe maybe Green Goblin does. I don't remember his healthy and injured sides are so sporadically different well one thing i i realized when i i played a i played a good bit of a spider uh people not spider foes and uh wakanda on deadly meteors and when you have like pushes and throws like having uh two or a three energy defense isn't as uh detrimental when you're just rolling for free and not having to beat people yeah it's true but this but this team doesn't have a lot of uh, pushes and throws it, i mean Panther it does. doesn't <laughs> but uh no, this this is much more of the they can stand on the point. We just kill them while they're on the point, and then we do it. Murder. This is this is murder town. Um. <laughs> so demons downtown, right? Man, you know what? For the giggles. For the for, giggles. Are for we... the kicks. For the kicks and the giggles. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> it, 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 we... Apparently, it's locked in. No, no discussion. No, 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 no. We, we can happens. change it once on the cheat. It's on the sheet. We can change it. We just haven't gone to reds yet. Once we go to reds, it's gone. I think uh, the last one you have to think about is, do you want to keep Mayor Fisk? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fine keeping uh, Mayor Fisk. Awesome. All right. So you're good well, with no, this. No, no, no. Not, not moving on. I'm looking at demons. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, we've got Infinity Formula, Mayor Fisk, and demons downtown right now. But, so the, the real question, and I don't, this might be a little bit too meta for discussion that's happening, um... The the nineteen like people people actively avoid the chance at playing the the hell portals the flaming portals as AMG has technically written it to be a little bit more family friendly but we know what they are Straight which is funny because there's a uh, what is it there's chains of damnation highway to hell hell on wheels yep like. They've already leaned pretty hard into it. I don't know why. They're portals <laughs> No. Uh, so do – and again, it's a little bit of a bluff thing, but also like, man, I haven't got to play that objective yet. It would be a blast. Um, do you want your opponent to look at that and be like, oh, crap, I want to make sure I'm not playing that? And do I, do I want to be a, an objective that wants to pick my reds? Are my reds more valuable than my blues? Um, um, possibly. I think I think what we're going for is you're going to pick up the reds, 
and then bash people with them. So you probably want to do like maybe cubes to weaken them slash get more power, hammers, so that you can get more damage in, uh, or slower ones like maybe Montessi so you can get more um, more attacks. I, I think that's fun. probably what you're looking for more. So you probably don't mind as much if you take reds because like we've already talked about, you're, you're pretty good if everyone groups up. Mm-hmm. You're probably okay if everyone breaks apart. So then you just build reds to help you bash right, and then you go so in and you bash. For the memes, we'll throw down the demons downtown and I guarantee you, this is a promise to you two as the casters and whoever my opponent is, if you're listening, I won't listen to my opponents. I'll just get to see his roster before and we'll throw down like men. But, <laughs> or, or man and woman, I don't know who I'm playing. I apologize. Um, but uh, if I get the option to choose a secure and I have demons downtown in my hand, it is what will be played. See, you're not, yeah, you definitely won't. Uh, All they're right. definitely going to listen to this first. <laughs> they're going to hear that and they're going to be like, something. Something, something, something. Something, Thoughts. something, something. Words. <laughs> something, something, something. Spoiler alert. Yep. So. So, there Infinity Formula, Fisk, and Demons Downtown. Yep. Locking it in. Locking it in. That's your final answer. Final. All right. And another kind of neat thing. It's locked in, but uh, you also, because you don't like 16 threat with a list, uh, I have the 16 threat option. If my opponent has priority uh, and they don't pick their own 16 threat objective, I just don't let Mayor Fisk be an option. True. If they have priority. Just an afterthought for people listening and looking for ways to. <clears throat> went on turn zero. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so I think this uh, part's pretty easy. I want, I want yeah. hammers. Hammers. This is this is an aggressive build. Granted, my opponent might be building an aggressive build too, but you you, you have freaking Taskmaster who like you don't want to double tap into him. You've got Black Panther who, granted, if like I run up against Modok, there's going to be problems regardless. But uh, otherwise, Black Panther's a pretty tanky dude. And then on the other side of the board, you got uh, Corvus Proxima, who also just has some natural defensive abilities. So you, you brought up Modok a handful of times. If you see Modok, do you think at that point you just switch spider foes? Uh, no, I think uh, I think this becomes a it, it becomes a different kind of kill list where uh, you, you load up Killmonger and Corvus on one side of the board, and you let them go to town. Fair enough. It, yeah, it I think you, I think a, you lean hard into Wakanda at that point. Yeah, it it, it just becomes a, a the the crisis cards or not the crisis cards the team tactic cards is probably what needs to uh, like will suddenly look a little bit different. Uh, Usurp will definitely be taken. Then Wakanda Forever will be taken. Then. Where otherwise, like Wakanda Forever, usually a worthwhile card regardless. Usurp is a little bit more borderline, but when you suddenly see, oh, there's a Thor, there's a Modok, there's a big character that like you want to take down regardless and then get rewarded in victory points for it. Yeah, Killmonger's usually worth it then. So, hammers. Uh, hammers. Hammers. A- alien ship crashes downtown. Alien ships. Ooh. Oh, gross. I know I... <laughs> Because <laughs> you get uh you get double the crit chances with your uh double the crit with, with your, Corvus 
And yep. it's uh, it's one of these things where it punishes you for not attacking. So this isn't one where you want uh, a character like Toad or Black Widow to find it and run away with it because they slowly get chipped in for damage. Uh, Corv is having it and being able to, to run into your opponent uh, throwing, uh, like, granite, like, it'll make him a little bit higher of a target. But also, uh, he, he's not paying the price for it as badly. Whereas something like uh, the Scroll Infiltrator uh, hurts him a little bit more because the speed going down to short uh, just kind of hurts that mobility of uh, which is part of Corvus's threat of being able to, to swing around the board and just start knocking people around. Yeah, the Pac-Man effect is one of the big reasons you take him. Mm-hmm. So Alien Ships, uh, it sounded like Scrolls are out. Scrolls are going to be out. Uh and I think I go with Mystical Common Herbs. It's one that I know I can score fast. I have a, a 15 threat list that can play it pretty well. Uh, worst case scenario, uh, you pick up the herb and Black Panther suddenly is immune to stagger, slow, and punches harder. Or you can start going the scoring for victory points route depending on what the secure is. Hold on. Hold on. Something you just said blew my mind. Does, does the herb make you immune to slow and stagger? Yes. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! How have I never known that? Because nobody plays this objective. Oh my god! Yeah, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> I People never just knew that. aren't aware of what like the, it, it's just not a it's it's not a very casually seen objective. It's one I really love because it it spices up the game. It, you have a little miniature game of capture the flag going on, uh, and I I mean I've won is. Uh, early as turn three with Wakandan herbs. It's just crazy. Yeah. I was like, Oh, how do I, how do I play Wakandan herbs? And I was like, Oh, I can play web warriors and then use all webbed up and so their herb carry. And I was like, Oh wait, I cannot do that. Dang. Nope. doesn't work. I had an opponent tried to, uh, ice beam with Loki onto black Panther. And I was like, Oh, that's cute. You dealt me a point of damage. Now I can pounce for free. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Yeet. I I think the depth of um, thought I've ever put into uh, into Mystic Wakanda Herbs is hey, rather than actually play the objective I'm going to play goalie and I'm going to pick up my herb and just punch people that come for your goal Yep, and it makes the person that can punch with the herb pretty good if they've got physical attacks Yeah, and now I ne- now I know that they're immune to stagger oh, and it's amazing King- Kingpin would be so mean with the Wakanda Herb playing goalie He'd be pretty good Or uh, Corvus <laughs> yeah Corvus can okay so Corvus can simultaneously pick up the herb and play goalie because he's that fast yeah that, that's the have, have either of you guys when drop off was legal seen the turn one herb score in black order I think I uh, I feel like I saw you talk about it or you talked to me about it or something I think I heard about it cool so for anybody who hasn't heard about this it's no longer legal so I'm, I'm kind of just reliving glory days at this point uh, but you you go first with Corvus, which is a little bit risky because he's going to be the one that picks up the herb. You just double move, you pick up, and that's the end of it. He's vulnerable for a turn, uh, but it just kind of is what it is. Uh, Thanos, you give him uh, just a stone. doesn't really particularly matter which one. He just needs to have the extra bit of power. You move Thanos up. You Cosmic Portal Corvus back, and then Thanos has another action to kind of do whatever he wants. Uh, And this is Reality Corvus. So then Proxima comes up, Rocket Boots, drop off, and with Corvus's larger base size, he's there. That's dirty. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, it, that's mean. It's why super simple. Uh, yeah. I'm glad Dropbox's gone now. More so than I already was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things again that like you, people. It, it's one of, and as much as drop off was banned because it limited the the creative juices and things that they were able to do. It also was definitely a card that create could create feel bads because I had an opponent drop off Thor turn one with Zemo and Thor uh, just wrecked me. Oh my god! Yeah, that's you, like you, the exact just, opposite of what you expected. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, rocket boot Zemo, long move. Thor's in my face all of a sudden. Gets a free attack. Cool. Oh, Vision's now dazed on turn one. And like this was a vision that was that moved up to secure his own infinity console, and that was it. I had more activations. Opponent keeps priority. Vision's gone before he gets to activate on turn two. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that's kind of what happened uh, to me when I played my Web Warriors into Corvus. I was like, oh, I guess Spider Man just doesn't exist. <laughs> He's just a power battery for Corvus. Yeah. So uh, drop off, drop off being gone is. While it's sad, and I think uh, some affiliations will suffer for it a little bit more than others, it's probably something that needed to go. Yep. Um, Definitely. All right. Just going over our crises again before we move on to tactics. Oh, we've got Infinity Formula, we've got Mayor Fisk vows to find the missing witnesses, and the Demon Down Demons Downtown for our secures and for our extracts. We've got Fear Grips the World as the worthy terrorized citizens, the alien ships crash downtown, and the Mystic Wakandan Herb. So uh, we're covering, with these crises, every single threat level that we can play at right now. Uh-huh. You're right. I didn't even notice that until you brought it up. Yeah. So uh, good luck to your opponent in guessing what <laughs> what you're going to bring for each Prepare one. Prepare for crap is what they can do. All right. Wild card, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tactics. So the spider foes don't actually have any officially tactics that are just theirs. Um. So I guess the question is, for them, is well-laid plans worthwhile bringing? Um, I don't know can, the answer to that. We can table that till we get to like cards seven and eight. Cool. Let's we'll uh, table that. Wakanda let's, let's Forever, off. Usurp the Throne are going to be yeah. in there. Yes. Uh, assuming we're playing with the now standard uh, restricted list. That is Absolutely correct. are. Cool. Field dressing med pack. Hold on, uh, I still haven't found the other ones. <laughs> the other Field dressing and med pack. Oh. Okay. Uh, so hold on. So the other restricted ones are patch up, Dune Prophecy, and, um, and Brace. 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 So not fearing throws? I mean So the the throws are kind of an interesting point, and maybe it, it throw a throw meta becomes a little bit more popular because brace is a lot harder to bring. Uh, and it, it's a lot more, it's just such a more situational card because brace can sure, uh, you can make sure that one character doesn't take one point of damage and you can possibly prevent, uh, if, if they throw a size four terrain piece, at somebody who has a dodge of two, they're still probably at least getting one block there. So it's blocking to a maximum of five damage, but often more often than not, not blocking that much. Uh, and I think med pack, 
it's going to be a lot more universally being able to just see play and be used. Uh, and maybe that changes uh, for immediately after Magneto comes out with what his team is wanting to do anyway. Uh, it, it's, it's just kind of a... It, there, there are going to be meta calls in the same way where TTS League Season 3, we saw a lot of Venom. And he was a meta call because everybody knew that the Web Warriors are going to be popular. And also people obviously brought him because he's in two of the brand new shiny affiliations. But like to me, I brought Venom because, cool, I'm running Avengers. But if I see Web Warriors, like Venom just negates what they're doing. So ultimately, really, it's a little bit of a meta call, but uh, I think right now until we just see a throw-heavy meta like might come with the Brotherhood and Magneto's leadership ability, that it's going to be more important and more versatile to have med pack or patch up over those. And field dressing is uh, an extremely strong effect, as it is, uh, that... I, I don't think can be undersold for what it's able to really be able to do. It, it, it kind of guarantees the activation of one of your most important characters, which is uh, really strong. Yeah. So it's more of a numbers game right now. So like until Magneto comes out with his heat zone, you're basically like looking at uh, what's the most efficient way to use that restricted card slot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't it, know if we should call him <clears throat> Magneto anymore. We should call him Magneto. Magneto. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to call him Mags for short. That's fair. God, that, no, that sounds like a Waffle House waitress. <laughs> <laughs> like a six he's pack a day. He's throwing out metal waffles. What do you want about it, Josh? Hey, hey, it's Mags here. What can I get for you? <laughs> oh, God. An outfit All that right. doesn't sell maybe, like cigarettes. Maybe Wags, uh, Mags doesn't maybe stick. But um, so maybe if our Asgardians are a little bit more meta intensive as well uh once uh, maybe we see enchantress and angela release thor becomes more popular again he is kind of uh, lord of the throws up there with magneto so uh i think medical granted my opponent very well could have rolled into asgard and maybe i miss brace but i think medpack essentially does what brace does just on a different timetable that's fair and if my opponent doesn't also, have a lot of throws, Medpack is then infinitely more valuable than Brace. Yeah, we're, we're, it's less. Uh, it's more than a dead card mm-hmm. <laughs> where Brace would be. Yeah, I also think a lot of your a lot of the characters right now aren't necessarily like extremely worried about throws, except for Vision. But if you think you're going up against a throw heavy list, maybe just don't play Vision that game. Yeah, or or even just I mean, Vision has immunity in his uh, phased form, so yeah, that's true. You've got a little bit of play there, and there's not too many characters that can both energy attack and throw. Uh, so in the very unlikely situation, my opponent brings out like Captain Marvel. Uh, Vision's usually in a pretty uh, safe spot, too. Or I so, guess they would, they would want a physical attack and throw, so never mind. That, that's a terrible argument, and Thor's really good at division. <laughs> in which case, Vision just doesn't come to the party. But So... Team tactics cards we've got so far, Wakanda Forever, Usurp the Throne, Field Dressing, and Med Pack. I think those are definitely the four that we're going to um, hard stop, just keep in there. I don't think we're going to replace those. Yeah, I think those are a pretty safe bet. So So what is your fifth card? We've got got some wiggle room now. And uh, personal favorite, uh, 
at most of these threat totals, it looks like uh, it looks like most of the time this is going to be a team that is going five wide. Very few, a couple of situations where it's going four wide, right? Right. Probably right. Maybe fifteen. Do it go four wide? Fifteen four wide. Uh, can do it in sixteen four. as well. You do uh, Black Panther, Killmonger, uh, Taskmaster, Reality Corvus at sixteen. I don't think that's what actually gets run, but it's a it's a possibility. So uh, the the reason I'm bringing this up is uh, the debate of bringing disarm. Uh, one of my favorite unaffiliated tactic cards. It it uh, did not get restricted, thankfully, on my behalf at least. Um, <laughs> so, and it, it's just such a, a universally viable card. Whether you were trying to uh, make your damage intake from a certain Thor-like character just to be less or maybe you're uh, trying to avoid a nasty status effect that goes off in a wild, just giving them less chances to hit that wild is also really strong. Uh, well, and it's also really easy to get off on your Corvus and Proxima. So if you're dug into a character, if you're dug into several characters with them and you only really feel like you're going to get maybe one or two, you can disarm the one you're not super sure about. Or well, that's after, the beauty of disarm. You, after you, you can done. wait. Yeah. You yeah. Can, you can wait. I was about to say, and usually how I like to play it is if it's a split battlefield uh, is you go on one side so that then the other side is able to disarm their, their big threat and are able to, to kind of activate freely without to worrying about retribution too, too much. Um, I, de- I definitely like disarm when we played our game, but definitely you made, made me a fan of disarm. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's a sneaky good one. And uh, I'm going to convert as many as I can to its cause. Hopefully not enough that it gets on the restricted list itself, but <laughs> enough that it uh, it gets the recognition that it's due. So, Disarm. Um, what about all you've got? <sighs> I'm picturing, like, you know, Vision with it's pretty good. Uh, you could probably get some cheeky Killmonger plays, because all of his stuff is based on uh, the same oh, yeah. turn. Kill- Killmonger so we- can start doing stupid things. It's, Corvus uh, could could daze an entire team rather than just most of it. Oh gosh. <laughs> but, but at that point, is it overkill? Like if you, if you're already, and I guess maybe if you don't have Proxima with him, but if is he doesn't it overkill? Have, I, I would argue that Corvus doesn't believe in overkill. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't think any member of the black order believes in overkill. Uh, because we have field dressing, which is kind of the, the other key piece to make sure all you've got to, is not as dangerous to yourself. It's not always necessary. So is that a yes? Field dressing. It's, it's a maybe. Put it put it on the, the maybe. maybe list. You're going to put it on the list. Let's go ahead and put uh, advanced R&D on the maybe list alongside it. Okay. I oh. like the name. I do too. I feel like we have. I feel like the stipulation should be every roster has to take advanced R and D. That's good. That'd be a perfect branding. It would. Uh, uh, we talked about we... well laid plans being your like sneaky uh, bait. And also yep. potentially what you bring in versus something wide. Do you want to put that in? Go, go ahead and throw it uh, throw it in a maybe slot as well. Because they're like honestly, uh, the this latest wave with uh, kill no no killmonger kingpin punisher daredevil uh, have added some really cool new tactic cards to the game. Uh, the that is climb, very true. The climbing gear 
is uh, really strong. It's a little bit expensive on the power side, uh, but that on its own would be able to get kill uh, Black Panther, assuming he has enough power, a, a, a turn two herb capture just by himself, and it gives him the wall crawler to uh, make it so that terrain's no longer a, a big issue for him. True. Uh, extreme conditioning is is good if I leaned more into the spider foes that have some uh, some speed problems, but it's not really an issue since we're leaning a little bit more into the Wakanda side and just have uh, some viable characters that are in there as well, I guess. All right, so we've got, what, four maybe cards right now and three places to fill? Yeah, I'm trying to look through other cards to see if there's anything. I'm also going to throw out Execute and Marked for Death. Let's see. Marked for Death. Marked for Death is the uh, two allied characters within five of the same character can spend one each to play it. The enemy character for the round loses and cannot gain stealth. Its speed becomes short, and it cannot modify or reroll its defense dice. It's such a... uh... It, 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 again, kind of the same reason as Brace. It has the possibility of being a dead card. Uh, like, March for Death screws over Miles Morales. Like, oh boy, can that, uh, could that be a hose card? But, like, the speed becomes short, can be helpful, kind of circumnavigates uh, things that ignore slow and stuff like that, but... Really, the so, main reason I think you take it is for the, the lack of modification and rerolling of defense dice, right? Or the stealth, if you've got people with guns. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, we don't have a ton of long-range attackers. Yeah, the only person like, that would really hurt forward. from stealth is Vision. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Because Panther's all twos, Killmonger's longest is three, Okoye does have a range four, Taskmaster has a range four with a shield throw, and if you're doing that, you're desperate. Uh, Vision's big attack is a three. Corvus is a three. Uh, Proxima's big attack might be a four. I don't remember. I think that one is a Star four. Star I think it is two. Uh, so there, there's a couple of situations where it comes up, but this is going to be mostly a list. I think that is, as you guys have uh, put it a couple times, it's, it's getting in the face. It's wanting to wreck stuff. Yeah. And, so uh, we should uh, score victory points on that. We should mark marked for death for death. In this situation, yes. Ouch. <laughs> so you're welcome i feel like i have to get something janky what about um face me oh my goodness no i hate face me <laughs> what you, hard no what what kind of jank are you trying to to pull this is like a hey let me spend power for you to attack me for free yeah and then they give you more power and then you kill them with the power yeah because you're spending three power to hope to take what four damage so you have more power <laughs> is this the strategy of Versailles? I, the cross, the notorious crossbones player, yeah. <laughs> but you could okay. So real tech with Corvus, you could advance them up to their speed just outside of range two. So most likely, all their good attacks aren't going to be in range. But you'll be in range to death blow. And of course, you don't actually have to do it on Corvus. You can do it on like Proxima. So Proxima baits them in, and then Corvus just goes to town. Okay, so you have to choose an enemy character within range four. Uh huh. Advance the enemy character its speed, which to me at least sounds like they have to move their full speed, right? Uh, advances just stipulate that you move them uh, 
uh, anywhere on the template. I think what yeah, it means to advance this character speed, it's meaning like don't advance it a short. Like you, some you things have step up to like Zemo can move up to long. Yeah, it's still or you could just a, a risky. At that point, it's a three power web snare. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I I don't like. It. I, I don't know when when we turn around <laughs> and then look at advanced R and D world laid plans and all you've got versus face me. We we are trying to make this list competitive too. So I was about to say, it, like I, I, as competitive as can be. I also really like going face me. Is that all you've got? I don't know. <laughs> You're probably say, right. for, for the for the next episode. You guys should like require. Uh, you should either require a certain character and one of their like specific tactic cards. Oh, spoiler alert! Uh, the first time someone gets Black Order, they have to take Ebony Maw on every squad. I'm already laying that out. So That's true. Okay, if somebody <laughs> rolls Black Order, who do you bar them from bringing? No one. They just have to take Ebony Maw and every. So list. it's a reverse. Uh, it's the reverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fills a spot instead of takes one away. Yeah. Every time you play Black Order, you gotta have Ebony Maw in there. Yeah, but then they just don't bring it to a table. You're just taking a roster spot from them. <laughs> it's true. You're probably not wrong. It's it's still a work in progress. I'll say there, there's fun things to do with this. This is episode two, man. <laughs> and really, it's like it, it's just all leading up to the first game. So it's like it's really episode one point two. What Basically. about what about vibranium shielding? Now you're talking spice. And like viable spice, goodness. I like vibranium shielding better when it's on Shuri. Yeah, sure. It it does have to be played by Panther or Shuri, right? It's not uh, something Vision can pop off. This is true. Yeah, I think if uh, if Shuri was in the list and we're going for some fun jank, yes. With what we have as it is, it also like while it does wonders for Corvus. Oh man, that's kind of dirty. I was actually just looking at that, like, oh yeah, it actually makes Corvus uh, reduce damage by two to a minimum of one. But how often is is Corvus going to be standing next to Panther? Like, maybe if you get onto Demons Downtown. I was about to say, if Proxima's not taken, uh, you just pair Corvus and Panther on one side, but that's nine threat if he's taken reality. So if you are on Demons Downtown, though, like you're likely incinerated. Is it not? worth it at that point too to have an extra guaranteed block essentially yeah and i have <laughs> threatened to make sure i bring demons if it gets uh if there's a chance for it Ooh, look oh. at all this spice <laughs> all this spice i feel like i'm on arrakis is that a dune reference <laughs> that is a dune reference <laughs> I, I haven't watched dune what do you mean it's watch not... dune you read dune, or, red dune i'm sorry yeah i just I also it. haven't watched the book what I don't, I, don't I've ever, I don't think I've ever heard somebody refer to watching the book. I've heard a listening. That's because I don't book. read. Yeah. It's, it's all starting to make sense now, Kenny. <laughs> um, Vibranium shielding, yay or I did say just face me. <laughs> that should tell you a lot. It, it kind of does. All right, so <laughs> I, think, uh, I think advanced R&D is a definite keep. So we, uh, we keep that one. I agree. Branding. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I think we can take out climbing gear. This is already a pretty mobile list, and uh, I don't think that this is a Wakandan herb team that is doing Wakandan herb to uh, to score it necessarily. Like if it comes up and it has to be done, sure, but uh, giving the herb to Panther or Corvus seems just as viable. Makes sense. Uh, with that in mind, let's pull execute. If uh, I mean. 
maybe if they go up against like souped up Captain America, but I don't know anything else where rolling dice matters against Corvus and Proxima together. Okay. Because it's what, Cap and Black Panther are the ones that maybe are able to weather that kind of storm uh, just because they roll uh, the blanks matter. Everybody else is a little bit like their dice doesn't really contribute to what they're capable of as much. Because Modoc's defense is really on his wilds, right? Or his wild disarming. Uh Or the the potential martial prowess... uh Hogarth's Hori Wisdom play. Yeah, if uh, your face. I haven't played Into Strange a lot yet, so that's uh, that's not something I'd even uh, thought of yet, to be honest. He's surprisingly tanky. Oh, he's a he's absurd, and then he and then he is just like, oh, Strange goes now. He's gonna heal that three of the four damage you dealt to him. Sorry about it. <laughs> yep. Uh, the nice thing is Proxima and Corvus back to back. Uh, should be able to lay into him a decent bit, and hopefully he's just draining his power on defense so he can't do stupid offensive things. Yeah, my um, and he'll never be able to get the uh, uh, Crimson Bands into you because you'll pretty much always activate first. But, mm-hmm. uh, the problem I had last game I played, I played in my league game, my opponent brought Corvus Proxima, and uh, Corvus just one shot uh, <laughs> Strange, even through his rerolls and Hogoth's Story Wisdom. Jeez. So sometimes it just doesn't matter. You'll just kill him anyway. Mm. Uh, so I think we we bring the all you've got. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, I, I think that is the the kind of jank that that will make a game fun. I agree. Uh, that's some advanced. RP so we have we have well laid plans and vibranium shielding. Cool. So again, a little bit of a meta call. If my opponent can listen to this, they know well laid plans is a feint at this point. If I was maybe bringing this into somebody who didn't know that well-laid plans was a faint, it, it has a chance of actually making it in. But as it stands, no, it, it, it's not uh, it's not worth bringing as a as a fake faint, only for then me to like reverse everything we actually talked about, just to like, aha, I got you. I'm actually bringing it, and I'm actually playing Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Taskmaster. With Corvus and Proxima, like I got you now. Oh, are you talking about the conversation we're going to have on like the Patreon only cast? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, that one <laughs> costs a whole zero dollars a month. Surprise, our content is free. It uh, doesn't exist. I was supposed to say, is that a viable like sudden swap up though? Uh, you're ten. I, I did like your your idea of if they go wide, it's kind of gross. I don't know how often. I don't know. I say how often you'll do it. The answer is one or none. Yeah. So the the (laughs) things that have to line up is they have to bring extraction because the only one that I have that's worth going wide against is the fear grips the world. Yeah. And that's one that at least turn one, uh, I should have two hammers because you go and grab a middle one and then you go and get your, your own. If your opponent is, unfortunate enough to not have grabbed the other one on the other side of the board, then you go after that one second and then your own. But nine times out of 10, it should work out that you end up with two of the hammers on turn one. And then they just kind of get passed back and forth as uh, you trade blows. Whereas something like uh, the, the cosmic cubes that can get stacked onto one person or uh, the, what is it? The spider infected where there's five of them. There's just more things to drop. Yeah, that's true. My experience with hammers is typically uh, two people get one each on each side. And then uh, as the murder begins, 
towards the end, there's like one person with three or four hammers, one just like super swole crossbones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> do I do punch that, or do me. I run? Well, crossbones is really good at running. He's the best. What? Would you say, Kenny? Sorry. Oh, I was saying crossbones has done that to me before. Thank you, Merzane. Yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to say, I'm pretty sure that uh, Josh almost won the game against me with that move, but ended up winning uh, winning thanks to uh, Red Skull shenanigans booking it. Um, so is Vibranium Shielding just that fun of a card to bring? Uh, let, let's look at it this way. If we play uh, Hell Portals... Uh, there's, there's a variety of threats, so let's not dig too deep into that. Uh, you're bringing Phil Dressing, you're bringing Med Pack, you're bringing Wakanda Forever. So that's three of them. Does Vibranium Shielding knock out the usefulness of any of these other cards more than that? W- would you rather have Vibranium Shielding or all you've got when everybody is clumped up together? Well, I was going to say, you could do... Um... You could. I feel like if you play against someone wide, all you've got is an interesting way to maybe save damage on uh, Corvus because you know you'll you'll kill him and then you'll bring him back, mm-hmm. and then to if you do it again, uh, without the all you've got, Vibranium Shield is a good like second turn dig in, or the the turn before you go in with all you've got as a good way to help deliver him undazed. Okay, so you. What what are you what are the five cards you would bring to uh, Hell Portals with the Black Panther, Killmonger, Okoye, Corvus, Proxima? If we're not looking at someone that's u- super usurp worthy, I think we go Wakanda Forever, Field Dressing, Med Pack, uh, All You've Got, Vibranium, um, uh, whatever Vibranium Shielding. If you drop the Vibranium Shielding in this lineup, I think like as in you keep it in there, but for some reason you want to take something different. The only two that you might change into would be Disarm or Usurp. Usurp if they bring, like you said, a Modok or uh, a Strange a or, a, or something a big boy like that. Thor. Yeah. And and Disarm is also good if you'd rather be more def- be more defensive for some reason. Yeah, D- Disarm is good at. I, I think uh, that that's kind of the problem in this situation. Vibranium Shielding is good at making sure that one character uh, doesn't. Or vibranium shielding is good for your entire team, whereas if you've got the Corvus Proxima, you probably have priority because of their dual activation shenanigans. So you make sure you have priority the turn before you pop the all you've got. And then all you've got eliminates hopefully two characters, right, at least. Like otherwise that turn has gone terribly awry because you've done Corvus and uh You've done Corvus Trice and Proxima once. If you haven't dazed or KO'd two characters, like it's going to be a rough turn. Uh, so you daze or KO two characters, and then you just disarm the third. And disarm can be brought in so many other situations over Vibranium Shielding, right? Right. Or it, well, it's more the, useful in other situations. Yeah, I think Vibranium Shield is only for your E objective. Yeah, and I'm just I'm not sure if it. Uh, if it outweighs what disarm does, if we're bringing all you've got anyway. So what would you? What would be your other eight? That's the. Uh, that's kind of the the trick, man. There, because you you kind of build yourself around 
really everybody has like a core five or six cards that uh, you get experience with and you play. Uh, and usually you have a couple of one-off cards that are a little bit more situational, but can be very powerful. And I think I'm going to do Hired Muscle. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> That's out of left field. Uh, so again, I, granted, no idea what my opponent is bringing as far as extractions. None of mine are actually civilian ones, which lines up with what my team wants to be doing. Uh, but it does play to the Mayor Fisk vows, which could uh, which could be some fun spicy tech. And if my opponent does end up bringing uh, some civilian objectives, uh, it may like obviously none of my uh, preferred objectives are that. And once again. Maybe you don't want to play into uh, hired muscle because that uh, that can be shenanigans all its own. I like it. It's, it's kind true. of a it's not quite a feint because you can actually use it, but it is sort of another feint. It's more of a forcing a your opponent to do what you want. Yeah, yeah. If if like, hey, if you bring uh, what is it, spider infected? We were talking about. You got yeah. Corvus reality. Uh, Corvus actually has the potential. And the durability to turn one, double move, power for hired muscle, power to pick up their own civilian. Yeah. So range three, place within two, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. So that's Corvus middle of the board, taking my opponents either evacuated civilian or spider infected. Yeah, very, very potentially. No, I like it. I I definitely think that's got some some play. I think hired muscle is going to be like, I think it's going to be a really big deal for the people who are pushing it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so again, it's a little that it's a really good card to have as that like 7th or 8th tactic card that in certain situations is going to really like literally change the game. Uh but it can also if like it's not going to be a useful tactic card, man, do you have other things that you can just fill in? And sure, maybe you're missing out on advanced R&D, uh the game you bring in hired muscle but uh, advanced R&D is just a, a good generic card to, to have in that lineup. Yeah, that's true. All right. So I guess unless we change this, this is what uh, our, our tactics are right now. So we got Wakanda forever, usurp the throne, field dressing, med pack, disarm, advanced R&D, all you've got, and hired muscle. Um, I don't think there's anything I would think to change there. Um, Josh, any final thoughts? He might want to bring in Face Me, so I don't know if you want to ask him. <laughs> I think I got vetoed really hard on Face Me, unfortunately. Uh, I think <laughs> and you we're did. Too, we're t- I'm too late to suggest Crossbones, so. Um. Uh, I think you. Uh, I think you made a more compelling case than I've ever heard for Face Me, like in a, a for real way. Uh, if you're able to <laughs> line up somebody that only has like range two attacks, and then just leave them at the border of range three, uh, to be able to lay in for somebody like a Venom or something. Uh, but it's a little bit power expensive, and since uh, while this is jank, it seems to be at least decent jank. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing what uh, what comes of it. It's jank with heart. Jank with heart. I like it. Compet- competitive jank. Yeah, the, the face me thing is something like every time I, I like browse through my stack of cards, I get to face me, and I'm like, oh, it's so close. It's just like the ninth or tenth card. It's like maybe it's I would get a card, play man. out of it. It's your pet card. It's uh, In Magic the Gathering, everybody has a card 
that they know at their like a deep, deep down, they'll never admit it, but they know it's not like a super viable great card. But like you always put it in your deck, even if it's just a one of because you want to see it work. Oh, my, my pet card is Thrumming Bird. If you even know what that is, is that the uh, Infect Bird? Yeah, no, it's not Infect. It's Proliferate. Oh, yep, yep, yep. yep. I know what you're talking about. Because uh, I did uh, in standard, and this is a, this is a sidetrack. Ajani Thrumming Bird. Ajani one. I was about to say which, which Ajani. There's so there's so many. So plus one plus one counter on your Thrumming Bird. Uh, Vigilance. That plus one plus one counter turns into two plus one plus one counters when it hits. So now it's a three three of vigilance. Uh, did you know that there's now another thrumming bird? Then pretty much. Oh my god, are you serious? And white, it's a spirit. <gasps> oh god. Proliferate when it hits. What what does this mean? Don't worry about it. Okay. We well, don't have time to explain. Yeah, we don't have time. Well, uh, I guess we can. Now that we have Nate's roster locked in place. Um, and let's just let's just go over actually the characters and crises again. I know we just reviewed the tactics, but we've got um, between Wakanda and the Spider Foes, we have Black Panther, Killmonger, Okoye, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Taskmaster, Vision, Reality Gym, and Corvus, and Proxima Midnight. And for our secures, we've got Infinity Formula, Mayor Fisk, Demons Downtown, and the extracts we have uh, Fear Grips the World, the Alien Ships Crash Downtown. And the Mystic Wakandan Herb. Um, Josh, would you care to uh, inform Nate of who his opponent is? Your opponent is going to be Todd from Turn Zero. And he is going to be playing uh, Criminal Syndicate and Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. Modoc's in his roster, isn't it? Modoc is the stipulation. He cannot bring Modoc, so you won't see Modoc. <laughs> So we planned a lot for Modoc. That's been the hardest part is knowing his roster and building this with you and not being able to say, well, you can't, you shouldn't bring the anti-Modoc tech. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. It'll be good. And we will uh, schedule with both of you a time for us to stream that game and for uh, Merzin and I to do commentary on it. I'm thinking the scheduling will be, so today is Thursday. Tomorrow will be the, will be when episode one releases. Uh, episode two should release the following Friday and either that weekend or the next weekend is when we'll try to get your game in. That will be revealed before this episode is recorded or released, excuse me. So this little talk was unnecessary, but I felt like we needed to at least tell you. <laughs> I was about to say, do you, do you want to close out the, uh, the finish closing out the episode and so that there has to be less cuts for the editing? No, this yeah, is going in. Oh, this is going in. <laughs> this uh, is going we, in. We believe in minimal editing here. Oh no, I just, here. I just, I just like the, uh, I just like it being a little peek behind the curtain. Okay, yeah. here, here's your peek audience. Well, all right, um, Nate, thank you for, uh, for joining us today. Uh, how do you feel about your roster? Uh, I feel pretty good about it. There, there's definitely some jank here. Uh, obviously, like uh, aggressive Wakanda is a way to play Wakanda. Uh, Wakanda Forever guarantees that. Uh, and then Killmonger himself is a uh, is a very violent individual, uh, and then Corvus and Proxima are just a, a, a powerhouse couple of uh, MCP all their own that uh, that hasn't seen as much play I feel like recently, uh, and so it'll be uh, it'll be some, just fun to to see them again post uh, the drop off shenanigans that people were getting them up to. I think they're still plenty viable uh, on their own, especially. Uh, in a game that we're, we're playing to win, but it's a casual game at its heart, I feel like, which is a, is a great place to to let them uh, shine a little bit again. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, Merzin, you have any final thoughts? Uh, I'm just super excited to get this game on the game going. These both these rosters, which I'm going to share this roster with you soon, Nate, and I'm going to share his roster or your roster with Todd. Uh, just looking at it, there's just there's just so many cool things in here. I am uh, so excited to see it. And uh, one time before we we get out of here, uh, what was the YouTube channel you got again? Yeah, uh, I run a small channel called the Gamers Guild. Uh, it is at this point at least uh, all Marvel Crisis Protocol content and probably will remain being Marvel Crisis Protocol content only because life gets busy and the guys over at AMG have been busy, which in turn keeps all of us content creators busy. Uh, so uh, just very happy to uh, be helping support that game and uh, make sure that it's uh, hitting the table as many places as it can because it's uh, it deserves to, honestly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, people listening, check out Nate's channel, uh, The Gamers Guild on YouTube. Um, and also check out uh, us at Turn Zero. We've got a lot of streams going on with the TTS League um, top cut going on right now, as well as the, uh, what is it, the Beta Splendens League? Is that what it's called, Verzane? Yeah, Beta Splendens. It's uh, yeah. Siamese Fighting Fish. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so check that out. Check out the regular Turn Zero podcast, assuming you... Uh, you probably listened to that already, but whatever. Um, keep listening to that. Those guys are a lot of fun, too. And uh, y'all have a good day. I said I'm trying, mama.